0: Hello and welcome to Connect, the weekly podcast of the California MBA featuring one-on-one interviews with movers and shakers in the mortgage industry. I'm Susan Malazzo, CEO of the California MBA. and very happy that you could join us today. Before I get to today's guest, I'd like to thank our Connect podcast sponsor, Incelerate.
1: Thanks, Susan, and thanks for listening. This is Josh Ren, CEO and founder of Incelerate. We're grateful for our partnership with the CMBA and are committed as a company to help lenders close more loans. We do this with our customer experience platform that has a CRM, lead management, marketing, automation, robust content library, desktop and mobile applications. We do this to help you engage and stay connected to your current borrowers, referral partners, past borrowers, and potential new ones. If you want to find out why we're the fastest-growing crm provider in the mortgage industry, please reach out to us and ask for a demo.
0: Okay, thank you, Josh. And with that, this brings me to today's guest. I'm very pleased to welcome Ned Payant, President of American Pacific Mortgage, to today's podcast. Ned, welcome.
1: Thank you very much, Susan. I I appreciate you inviting me. I'm, I'm honored to be here.
0: Well, I had the great pleasure of knowing a lot of folks at APM, so it was nice to connect with you and have you uh, on, our, on our episodes here. Um, I do always like to kind of get started with a little bit of background. It's always an interesting story how people end up in the mortgage business. So you want to start out and give us a little bit about your journey to the mortgage business?
1: Sure. First of all, I, I'm wearing a jacket today, but I think it's 110 degrees in Sacramento when we're, when we're doing this. But, but for the CNBA, I'll wear a jacket, for crying out loud. <laughs>
0: Nice way. Nice
1: way. Shows dedication. So, I mean, just real quick, uh, again, thanks for having me. Um, you know, just like every child's dream, uh, start out, you know, do I want to be a baseball player or a, or a fireman or a, or a mortgage banker? And, and lucky for me, I got to be a mortgage banker. So I feel very, very thrilled and honored to be able to do that. Um, so uh, but in, in reality, it was like like a like, you know, every other mortgage story kind of fell into it uh many 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 years ago uh started out as actually as a second job uh at night after i finished college um and uh, i went to work for a bank uh, making what i thought were customer service calls uh reminding folks that they had a mortgage payment to make and i did that from five o'clock at night till nine o'clock at night monday through thursday and, wow. and I quickly realized that this uh the mortgage business and the finance business was an interesting business and uh so I, I stuck with it. I, that that nighttime job turned into a full-time job, and and uh, I rolled into uh, from from I guess I was in servicing for a short period of time. I went into home improvement lending uh, for a, a number of years, and and uh, and that was you know calling on contractors and remodelers and pool builders and you know doing loans on you know on on uh, uh, installment contracts and stuff like that. Uh, and then uh, I, that transitioned into wholesale and I spent a, a number of years on the wholesale side, uh, running a, a large wholesaler uh, in, uh, for about uh, six or seven or eight years. And then probably the last 15 years or so, I've been on the retail side. And, uh, and it's, been, it's been a thrill. It's been, it's been great. I uh, kind of had a background startup, came up uh, with APM. I've been with APM American Pacific for, oh, 12 years now. Uh, ran operations uh ran production and, and now i've i 've got the great pleasure of uh, serving our branches as the president for about the last two years so that 's kind of the that 's the long history that 's about thirty years right there in about ninety seconds susan
0: that 's the uh that 's the journey you 've uh you 've had I think just like you've seen every side of the mortgage business so that's um unusual usually people are kind of like i got in on this and that's kind of the path that i stayed on so you've kind of seen it all from operations to servicing to wholesale and retail and everything in between
1: look i've I've, uh, I've learned a lot uh i still learn every day i think probably you you probably do in your role as well you probably see a lot uh, it's been it's been great. It's been fun. I work with wonderful people. I've always worked. With, I think there's great people in this industry. I think we're really blessed. It's really amazing how many people got into this industry by chance, but really, really smart, hardworking uh, folks. And, and it's, been, it's really been a joy. And, the, you know, the ability to, to help people and, and put, you know, put people in homes and, you know, create family wealth and all of that stuff that we talk about. It really is. Uh, it's, it's really been a, a great journey for me
0: yeah that's all that's all very real that you kind of I shared that with you. That's one of the reasons that I love my job. I love working with all the people in the mortgage industry. this crazy business. and like all the people that I get to work with um I just um really enjoy them. I've met some some true professionals. so um one of my favorite parts about my job too uh so as we talked, you know you've had a long in, uh, history in the mortgage industry. um you know we're mid to late twenty twenty two and this is definitely a tough cycle that we're in. What can you share with our listeners about how to stay competitive in a market like this?
1: Well, you know, it is, man. You're you're absolutely right. 2022 is a it's a, it's uh, been more difficult. It, it seems like it's getting more difficult each quarter. Um, you know, we kind of uh everybody's kind of re, realigning with their projections for 2022 and what we thought in December is a lot different in March and what we thought in March is a lot different in in uh, June, July, and August. Yeah. Uh, you know it has been it's been wild but you know I think certainly for originators for me you know talk about originators because that's what you know we live and breathe with, with originators it's about you know aligning certainly aligning with somebody you know it's it gets back to the basics it's it's you know it's product you know it's process it's service those things pricing if those, you know you line yourself up with a company that provides the products that you need uh competitive pricing and a level of service um, and ultimately, if you have a, a good deal of trust with the organization that you're with, I mean that's how you get through tough times like this you know I think you know I think mostly um, there's two things there's the growth side I think it's important to always be growing right in our business is very important and then the second side is managing the business and managing the p and l particularly you know this year managing the p and l is yeah. a, is been very very tough and and uh, so you know from that aspect I think that um, Know again, it's this year, the last two years was volume, volume, volume. Um, I think for you know this year in 2022, we focus, I focus on market share uh more than volume. Volume is gonna come ultimately um if you do the right things to get add market share. And that's what we're that's what I think everybody's probably doing trying to do in 2022, gain more market share. And uh, you know, I guess the last thing from You know, know, technology is great. We go to your, you know, we go to a CMBA events, we go to different events, and and there's this great technology uh, in our business and more is coming every day. And I think that's great. Um, But ultimately, I mean, it's a relationship business. And and, uh, so, you know, uh, as good as technology is, it's not as important. It's it's really kind of great for us in this business that it is still a relationship business. but you got to do whatever it takes. You got to go out and, and create more relationships. That's why the, your, you know, CBA is so great because that helps in that regard, right? Uh, it really does. And it helps us as a, as a member, uh, but just organizationally, going out and getting one more good relationship, whether you're an originator or whether you're a company, whether you're looking at uh, partnering with another technology, uh, I think the relationship piece is will certainly help us get through the next, I don't know what. 6 months, 9 months. What however however long we're going to fight through this.
0: Yeah, gosh, it's going to be a little bit of a slog for a while, but uh yeah, I think I hear that a lot that it's it's you know still very much a relationship business and um you know, it shows by the you know big personalities for the people in the mortgage business. They like uh like dealing with their customers and reaching out. So, um I agree with you, it's still going to remain remain top top of mind for everybody. How does APM set themselves apart from their competitors?
1: Um, A lot of ways. Uh, I I mean, I feel like uh, for the last 12 years, I think, um, well, first of all, even though I just said, you know, technology is, you know, not the most important thing it's relationships. Um, I think from a a tech stack standpoint, just to be able to support branch managers and and loan officers and and the industry, our our technology is really good. And we've kind of, the way that we kind of do it is we kind of narrow, hey, here's your, your core technology. Uh, and here's the other things that we will help support, but you know the the core technologies that you provide your originators, I think we do as good a job or better than anyone. I feel very good about that. Um, I, I do think um, you know APM is unique in that, um, for example, that you know we celebrate the DBA, um, and, and sometimes um, you know American Pacific Mortgage, um, you know some people don't know about American Pacific Mortgage, yet they've done business with one of our branches because it's a DBA branch. Yeah. Um, And, and, but for us, for whatever reason, I, and I know other companies take a kind of a different tack and that's, you know, great for them, but for us, uh, it's something to celebrate because ultimately, particularly from, you know, if you're recruiting uh, branches and stuff like that, but, but people want to grow their own brand, right? And we like to partner with good brands. And so uh, it doesn't matter if it's an APM brand or if it's a, if it's another one of our uh, DBAs, which we have a lot of them, we're able to support that. We're able to support them uh you know our marketing is all driven into their brand supported by american pacific mortgage or driven or you know powered by apm or whatever and that really works for us so i think that's unique for apm uh and that's been really great um you know the other thing susan is you know we do have an open platform and particularly in this you know we bank you know ultimately we want to bank all of our loans we have, we believe that you know from a product standpoint we have everything that, that, that a, an originator could want uh, but periodically, there's a program or a, or a product that we may not have. Our open platform allows our loan officers to broker a loan if they need to, uh, which is great. And even now in this time where there's this, you know, the 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 pricing, the challenges with pricing and, and the pricing, there's some pricing wars going on and stuff like that. Uh, understand that that's just part of the business and we're OK with that. And we allow our you know loan officer to broker a loan if they need to. Whatever, you know, whatever we need to do to help them uh, help their customer. We want to be able to do so that open platform is pretty big and just i mean i, I guess two other things i talk about is um we recently uh we recently uh, a year ago became an esop or a partial esop yeah and you know employee ownership uh program is has done wonderful things for our organization it's really been great it's great from a from a you know certainly from a recruiting standpoint it helps to say you know uh, become part of apm and you become an owner um it's really great for retention it's really great to keep our uh our best and brightest uh whether it's home you know and it it's across every you know everybody's an owner or a partial owner right and it doesn't matter what your role is you know loan office assistant processor loan officer branch manager uh, a clerk in the file room everybody's participating uh and it's a really cool way uh to retain people uh and get people kind of rowing in the same direction i felt like over the last I don't know the last year and a half that's been a that's been a difference changer but you know it's kind of a difference maker for us which is really good and then i mean lastly i'll just tell you i mean you know a little bit about the apm culture um and we we definitely have a, a unique culture and i think it's a very strong culture and i think a lot of mortgage companies have great cultures um i personally think uh that our culture is as good as as any in this industry um and it's about uh, it is about teamwork, but it's also about a commitment. It's about communication. Uh, we, you know, I just did a you know I did a, a video for the home office about 450 people this morning. Every month we, you know, we 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 bring te- transparency and we bring scrappy to everybody in the company. And the culture uh, is such that everybody's involved. I mean, but there is no channel conflict. We don't, you know, there is no correspondent, there is no wholesale. So we're all it's all you know it's 100% dedicated to Making loan officers and branch managers look good. So, you know, from that aspect, from a culture standpoint, from a leadership, you know, the leadership group is here every day. I'm in loans every day, as you know, and uh, and I'm I'm happy to do it. And just the the ability to talk and communicate with with branches and loan officers all the time is is pretty sweet. So, from a culture standpoint, I think uh, I think we're as strong as anybody.
0: I love the 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 culture and the motto of American Pacific. I've had the pleasure of being in meetings in your office there, and I can see that you've got some of the, uh, the messaging on the, the wall behind you so do you want to talk a little bit yeah. about how that was developed because it's incredible it's it's you, you know a lot of companies have a lot of great corporate culture but I'm always very impressed with a company that can establish something like that and stick to it and stick to it for years and to really make it a core you know value of their of their company
1: you know you got to keep it simple I mean we had when I started here by the way like eight years ago, I think we had eight or 12 or 22 or something. I don't know. I mean, we had core values coming up the wazoo. I mean, we had, I couldn't believe how many core values. I was like, man, this is great. Can you remember any of them? No. (laughs) I mean, I just, you know, it's like, you know, so we got to a point where it's like, we gotta, we have to, you know, we have to be focused on this and we, we all have to come together is what is it that we do? I mean, we, you know, Ultimately, we came up with you know we're 100% focused on making loan officers and branch managers look good. Period. End of story. It took like two months to you know of meetings to figure out that that's how do we get behind that message, how that statement right there. How can we live and breathe being 100% dedicated to making loan officers and branch managers look good? Yeah, it's through respect. It's through transparent. Well, it is behind me. I don't know if it's all behind me, but respect, transparency, uh, and scrappy. And those those are kind of the core values. It's like who can't remember, you know, three core values, right. um, And and honestly, particularly, uh, Susan, like today in in, in September of, of uh, 2022, um, it's tough, man. Re- you know, treating people with respect and transparency is very very important. We so right. when things are, you know, in a market like this, we communicate more. The more the market, the, the more challenging the market, uh, the more that we communicate. Whether it be, you know, with video, weekly videos, sometimes for a while there. You know, in 2020 we were doing daily videos with everybody in the company just to let people know kind of what's going on right. um, but then this year you know there's been you know you know in, in everybody's experience there's been a reduction in force and uh, a number of you know a number of companies are, are really struggling some companies have gone out of business um, but at the end of the day you got to be you got to live within your core values right so you got to teach you know teach every you know treat everybody with respect and And that transparency is like over communicate man over over communicate so make sure everybody understands what's going on and so that there's no surprises and then you know ultimately you know scrappy is the uh that's the one that kind of wins the day and we have t-shirts with you know scrappy you know we have we have t-shirts that say scrappy some of them are inappropriate most of them are appropriate uh i won't go into the details but but uh we have you know, we have a little Fox, you know, scrappy is a Fox and scrappy is, is just kind of, um, I mean, the mentality of whatever it takes to get it done. It's, it's, uh, whatever it takes to get it done. And this is, you know, we're in a scrappy time. We're all, this industry is in a scrappy time. Um, and that's okay. Uh, it's, we're going to come out of it. Um, and I feel confident with that. I don't know how long it's going to last, but we all have to be uber scrappy right now. And, And so that's kind of the, I don't know, man, that culture pretty, keeping it pretty simple. Uh, I think everybody can kind of get behind the message. And as long as you communicate, communicate, you know, I think you're in pretty good shape.
0: Right, right. Yeah, no, I love it. I've always been impressed by that um, with American Pacific. So, you know, you're a lot of the thing, you know, like over communicating, make sure that your team knows what's happening with the company culture. Great examples of leadership. And, you know, it's it's one thing to be a leader in a hot market. Um, Definitely different than being a leader. In uh, in the year that we're having, that the industry is having in 2022. So, what are some of the leadership values that you can share with the audience about navigating through a market like this?
1: Yeah, man. I I would say, um, I mean, first and foremost, uh, don't take too long to make tough decisions. I mean, this is this is the time when tough decisions have to be made. You got, we have to be, you got to be lean in these times, and you have to be able to uh you need you need to operate uh in in a little bit of an environment of scarcity which is okay um but it's smart you you know at the end of the day um it's about uh you know we're, we're serving customers uh ultimately our customers our loan officers their customers the consumer uh those things can never break that that chain has to never break but you do have to be you know there are decisions that you make that are tough decisions you know, like I just talked about, where, where companies are making tough decisions, financial decisions, and companies, some companies are really struggling. Uh, what we are very focused on is, you know, making a decision, be quick about it, um, be thoughtful about it, be respectful, but but move quickly. That's the way to do it. You know, I think about, um, you know, I, I'm not a I'm not a huge uh, book reader, and I'm not that, you know, I've I've got mentors that you know give me books and books and you know, but one that I got uh, a while back, the obstacle is the way. Uh, is a is kind of a philosophy that I've kind of taken on which is whatever the problem is boom you, you kind of go right at it um, that's the that's your best approach and your you know your first response is probably your best response and you have the questions about uh you know uh what should you know from a from a cost perspective what should stay what should go your gut should probably tell you you trust your instincts a lot of times I think is probably the best way to go um, and then I just think you know, on a from a leadership standpoint, um, if you surround yourself with a good team, you got to listen to the team, because yeah. that's uh, you know ultimately you know the you know talk about ulti- you know, or the you know the ultimate team player. That's what you, that's what you need, and you need to rely on your team. I certainly rely. We've got an incredibly uh, strong leadership team at APM. I'm blessed to be working with working with these guys every day. These men and women are are uh, just really stuff that I just can't you know no no one person. Uh, can manage through all of this in, in, right. in, in like this so um i think uh ultimately having that having that ideal team making sure that uh, you got a group that are you know that are humble and hungry and smart and all of those kind of attributes um i think are are very important in this particular time those leadership values are probably the most important as far as i can tell
0: yeah fantastic that's really good uh really good information to share and it's uh you know like i say it's it's uh it's one thing to lead when times are good, but it's definitely, oh. definitely different when uh, we're going through markets like this. So I tell my current staff, I'm like, which none of them worked for me then. I said, you know, I had this job during the financial crisis. So I'm going to assure you of one thing: we're going to be okay. Like yeah. I know what we're doing. Our members are going to be behind us. We, you know, we're we're on a path forward. Don't get freaked out by the headlines. Like just one foot in front of the other. We've got a good mission. Let's just stay on it.
1: Well, you know, and I, you're, you're absolutely right. And you know, your point, and I, you know, I, I say this a lot, you know, it's like, I do have the secrets of success. I know what it, it, it takes to be successful. It's just hard freaking work. You know, it is. I mean, right. it is. Right. I mean, you so can't, you know, that, getting there's getting no,
0: around, you can't get around it.
1: it. <laughs> you just can't get around it. Um, you know, I, uh, I will say that, you know, I told this story real quick just for one little diversion here, Susan. So um, I went to a, so I've got kids in high school. And uh, so I went to a high school football game on Friday night down in San Francisco. It was like 58 degrees. It was like 50 degrees cooler than it was in Sacramento. I was
0: going to say, half of our temperature.
1: Yeah, shout out to San Francisco. Um, but anyway, uh, there was a couple of other dads that had uh, boys on this, on the football team and uh, that, that are loan officers that are in the business. Yeah, and uh, and 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 I was I was sitting there watching the game. I, I know both of these gentlemen. And they came up and we talked. And man, what do you think? This is yeah, kind of crazy, crazy. Yeah, it's a little bit different. It feels different. Yeah, this is going to be a tough year. It's going to be another. You know, what do you think, man? It's going to be another six months. I, I don't. I don't know what it's going to be. But I thought one of the things that was interesting, and both of these guys um, work for good companies, um, but both of them said, "I'm not really sure what's going on uh, in my company." I thought that was very interesting. Um, they just. That's just not our, you know, and I get it. And those, they, they work for good companies and, and I'm sure that they're making the adjustments that they need to make. But you could tell both of those uh, individuals were like, I'm not really sure what's going on. And for us, it's like you got to be transparent and you got to you got to you got to bring the information to your people, because like you said, people are reading the headlines all day, every day. Right. right? Like you got to give and some of them's accurate. Some of it's not accurate. So you got to make sure that you're getting your message out there. And I think right. that's
0: very cool. Yeah, empower empower your team with information. I completely I completely agree with that. Um, you know, to pivot a little bit. Increasing diversity in the mortgage industry is a high priority for the California MBA. We've got a very robust DE and I committee. We do podcast webinars on it. But share with us a little uh, information on APM's um, priorities or strategy around DE and I in your company.
1: Yeah, that's a that's a good one, and that's a. Uh, um, I'm glad that's important uh, to your organization. It's important to our organization. Um, you know, a couple of years ago, um, we instituted an office of diversity at, at APM um, because I felt like you know a couple of things. We've done a couple of things over the over the course of the last two and a half years, and we have a, a committee that essentially runs uh, that uh, that uh, that uh, diversity program for APM. But I think first of all, it's about education. And we spent, you know, two and a half years ago, we spent a lot of time uh, educating the organization, educating ourselves, the leadership group, everybody, you know, we cascaded down, um, felt like that was very important. Uh, And then ultimately identify gaps in uh, in diversity and equity and inclusion in your organization. Uh, Understand why it's important. Uh, Understand how to communicate, uh, you know, because uh, for a lot of people, it's like, yes I'm in favor what do I you know I don't know what to do how do I how do I advance the the ball so um, we've uh, we spent a lot of time educating ourselves educating the organization identifying gaps uh and then you know you know we we kind of grade ourselves against our peers but we also may ultimately you know grade ourselves against ourselves and each year we have a strategic planning uh sessions every year at the end of every year we have a like a two-day off-site strategic plan And then every 90 days we go through or we update our strategic plan, uh, diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging is always part of our strategic plan. So it never gets missed each year. And then each quarter, that's one of the items that we talk about and how have we done so far, where are our gaps? How do we fill those gaps? You know, one of the, you know, one of the cool, one of the other cool things I think we've done here is, uh, we have an internship, you know, the, the Fannie Mae, uh, future leaders, uh, has a, has a program. Um, and it's essentially to get uh, an understanding of this business into underserved areas right Uh, and so for the last two years two years maybe three years certainly the last two years uh, we brought on interns uh, into that program to with APM and they've worked at APM um, and uh, where otherwise they would not have had exposure to this this uh, the business that we're in and uh it's been it has been great it's been great for the we probably had five we probably had 10 or 15 people grow through that uh internship program uh a couple of people have actually stayed and, and uh is, are now uh, employees with apm which i think is very cool too um but to be able to do that and we plan on doing that every year and to expand uh, awareness of our industry in those areas it's it's been really it's been great for us. It's probably been better for for us as a company than perhaps for the interns, because some of them are going like, "God, this business sucks." <laughs> <You know? laughs> like at least sometimes be- it does. Uh, but uh, but for those of us who have stuck it out, um, it's been good, and and I, so that's been a really good program for us. So yeah, oh, that's
0: like a really successful program. Good for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. So American Pacific has been a, a longtime supporter of the California MBA and we are very appreciative of that support. Um but, you know, kind of ending our ending our podcast, uh, can you talk with us a little bit about the importance of uh companies supporting organizations like the California MBA?
1: I, I, I Susan, I think you guys are doing great work. I, I really do. I'm um, you know, strength in numbers, right? I mean. It, it, that is, I mean, your level of advocacy for the industry, uh, in the state of California is, is, you know, we couldn't do, it couldn't be done without an organization like the CMBA. It just, it just would not happen individually. Uh, not only are we not as strong individually, we don't, we're not, we're not skilled to do it. You, you know, you guys have the, you've got the background, you got the skill, you got the experience. So I think from a, from an advocacy standpoint, it's, it's, unbelievable um so i'm really grateful that you guys are doing what you do um secondly man you know the functions that you put on um the networking the ability to meet new people uh the, the ability to you know whether it's uh you know forget about just the from a business aspect but you know i mean some of my best friends are people in the business that i've met through you know uh you know events that you put on or just the kind of networking events like that are, you know, industry events, what I think are are very, uh, very important for us to succeed. And then, I mean, you you do a lot of education too, right? And and ultimately, you help uh, those of us who are going 100 miles an hour. Um, you do a lot of, you know, I I just think back in the trid, it's just all sorts of things that uh, that you guys have delivered for us, uh the industry. Um, really, I, I'm I'm thrilled, I'm I'm honored that we're a part of it, and uh, I'm I'm very appreciative of what uh, the work that you guys do because. Uh, it's invaluable in my opinion.
0: Well, thank you. And again, we do appreciate your support. You're right. We are stronger together. There is strength in numbers. So we'll hopefully uh maintain that throughout these uh these tough uh years so that we've got ahead of us. So Ned thank you so much for being a part of the Connect podcast. It was a pleasure having
1: you on. Well it was my pleasure. Thank you. Susan thank you personally for what you're doing uh and and the uh, organization doing a great job so thanks uh thanks for the time and I appreciate you very much
0: Thank you. Appreciate that. And thanks to all of you for joining us on today's Connect podcast um, episode. To access any of our past episodes, you can follow us on our YouTube channel. We're also available on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify. That's it for this week, and we'll see you next time on Connect.